Hello and welcome to The Daily Reprieve, where we provide essays, speaker meetings, workshops, and conferences in podcast format. We are an ad-free podcast. If you enjoy listening, please help us be self-supporting by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and drop a dollar or two into the virtual basket. Please consider donating monthly by clicking the Donate Monthly button. However, one-time donations are always welcome. Just click the Donate Now button. Now, without further ado, this episode of The Daily Reprieve. All right. Well, I'll tell you, I am so excited about this meeting now. I was scared to death, hardly slept last night, thought I'd totally mess up. But you know what? The fact that you guys read The Solution just meant so much to me because, believe it or not, that's what I'm speaking on. And a lot of times we read the problem and the solution. So today I want to look deeper into that last paragraph of the solution. And we read it earlier, but I'm going to reread just that last paragraph. It says, we began practicing a positive sobriety, taking the actions of love to improve our relations with others. We were learning how to give. And the measure we gave was the measure we got back. We were finding what none of the substitutes had ever supplied. We were making the real connection. We were home. So just think about those first three words. We began practicing. We. That means I don't have to do it all by myself. I'm not all alone in this. Began. This is a new thing for me. I'm just beginning it, so I don't have to be good at it. Practicing. Oh, good. I'm not expected to perform this perfectly. Whew, what a relief. So my job, not only today in this meeting, but for my whole life, is to repeat this thing again and again until I learn how to do it. That takes a lot of pressure off of me. You see, my brothers and sisters in SA know that I'm not good at this, but they're still my family. None of us are perfect, but we hang in there together and we keep practicing. So what is it exactly that we are practicing? Well, let's see. It says we began practicing a positive sobriety. Oh, it's not negative. It's positive. Well, what's the difference? Well, the answer to that is in the next sentence, because the next sentence talks about giving. Giving is positive. So what's the opposite of giving? Taking. Oh, yeah, I get it. All my life, I've been living in taking mode. The white book states in the last paragraph of the problem, and it says we took from others to fill up what was lacking in ourselves. Well, that's my story. That's been my whole life. I've always been in that taking mode. And there's never enough. So how can I reverse the polarity of my life from negative to positive? Because I'm running on empty. I'm like a vacuum cleaner. There's never enough to fill the void. You turn it on. It sucks. 
That's the problem. I can't. But this is not an I program. This is a we program. But it won't work if we're all running on empty. I mean, I'm powerless. We're powerless. So there has to be a higher power. That's what the SA program is all about. Those 12 steps are the instructions that help me to plug into a higher power and experience this positive sobriety. You see, when I go to an SA meeting where we all lead with our weakness, we all somehow move from that negative weakness to that positive. I see it over and over again, and I don't know how how that happens. We all come to the meeting feeling empty, and we end up leaving the meeting feeling full. And where did it come from? Where's the source? See, something is at work here that's beyond my understanding. It's higher. Well, I need something I can understand. So here's an illustration that helps me. This right here is my shop vac. It's a vacuum cleaner. And I use it to clean the floor of my garage. If you put the hose in one side, it sucks air into itself. But if you put the hose in the other side, it blows air out of the hose and I can use it as a leaf blower and clean up the walkway outside. The first thing I have to do with my shop back is to plug it in. It won't work if I plug it into myself. Yes, my nose does look like an electrical outlet, but there's no power there. And your nose might look like an electrical outlet, but if I try to plug into you, it's not going to work because there's no power there either. You see, there needs to be a power source that is the right design. My shop vac is designed to plug into an electrical outlet, and I'm designed to plug into a higher power. It's making that real connection. That's where the first three steps make sense to me now. I can make that real connection. And the 12 steps are like this owner's manual that came with my shop back. If I follow the directions, you know, it makes sense. So in my white book, I have some directions. And my directions are the 12 steps. They're somewhere in here. I'll find them. The 12 Steps of Sexaholics Anonymous. That's my directions right there. And do you notice something about the 12 steps? The word I is not mentioned even once. It doesn't say I did this, I did that. No. It's all about we, ourselves, our, and God. I mean, the first step. We admitted that we were powerless, right? Oh, my gosh. This is a we program. It's not all about me. You know, when I say the word me, my mouth's closed. Me. 
It's like I'm pulling the sound into myself, kind of like the hum of a vacuum cleaner, mm, right? But on the other hand, when I say we, I'm blowing the sound out, kind of like a leaf blower. It's when I take in the actions of love to improve my relations with other people that that polarity starts to reverse. That's what steps four through nine are all about. The promises come true before we're halfway through the ninth step. But that's not even the end of the story there because step 10 continues that same process. On page 84 of the AA Big Book, it says, this is not an overnight matter. It should continue for our lifetime. This is an ongoing process. We're learning how to give. Well, I don't know about you, but I am still learning. Tell you what, though, I know what doesn't work. If I give with the expectation of getting something back in return, there's never enough. I end up empty again. Little by little, I'm learning to plug into that positive force so I can let it pour through me. Because that's what giving really feels like. Something that's not coming from me, but it's pouring through me. And then, I'm, then I can really give and I don't end up feeling empty. It's when I make this real connection with God and with others that I experience that sense of being part of instead of apart from. When my insides finally match what I'm projecting on the outside, when I tell you the truth about myself, then the people around me open up and they start to say what's going on inside of them. And then I see something familiar. You know, this happened in my very first meeting. My very first essay meeting I went to, I didn't see how this was going to help me. And when I heard the sobriety definition, it was downright frightening. But these people were sober. And they told the same kinds of things in their stories as they went around the room as I had experienced in my life. And I felt like I was at home for the first time in my life. Now, I'm not saying it was easy getting sober. I went through serious withdrawal. I couldn't sleep for two weeks. That's a very long time not to sleep. I was just ugh, a mess. And I'm still tempted. But the amazing thing is that there's a dynamic that I couldn't find in anything else. See, this happens in meetings first, and then it carries over to the rest of my life. And I'm starting to feel at home in reality. Wow. That's what it takes for me to let go of that false reality of lust one day at a time. When I have that real connection with other people, with that real power source, I don't feel the overwhelming need to seek out the substitutes. When I let go and let God work through me, there's more than enough. So on to step 11, there's a prayer on page 99, 
the AA 12 and 12 that asks God to work through us. And this prayer is amazing because it begins, I'll read it here. Lord, make me a channel of thy peace. Make me that mm, a channel of thy peace. Do you hear the dynamic change? When I pray this prayer, and I really think about it, and I really mean it, and especially when I pray it with other people, we all have that, that change in polarity that makes all the difference. And, you know, I would love to at this point, before we go into question and answers and stuff, I'd really love to, uh, to read this together. Would that be okay? Anybody? It's on page 99 of the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions. And yeah, we can read it together. Okay. Good. Okay, terrific. <sighs> Lord, <clears throat> make me a channel of thy peace that where there is hatred, I may bring love. That where there is wrong, wrong, I may bring the spirit of forgiveness. forgiveness. That where where there is discord, discord, I may bring harmony. That where there is error, I may bring bring truth. That where there is doubt, doubt. I may bring I may bring faith. That where there is I may bring hope. That where there are shadows, I may I may bring light. That where there is sadness, I may bring joy. Lord, Lord, grant that I may rather to comfort than to be comforted, to understand than to be understood, to love than to be loved. For it is by that one finds. It is by forgiving that one is forgiven. It is by dying that one awakens to eternal life. Amen. With that, I'll pass it back to our leader. Shirley. Thank you, Shirley. Thank you, Shirley. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. Beautiful. Thanks. Thank you so much. Thank you, Shirley. Jack, sexaholic from New Jersey, now living in Jerusalem. Um, Shirley, I just wanted to thank you so much for that that uh, that that share. That was really, really beautiful. I <laughs> I liked how you started off with the vacuum, and <laughs> when you're taking things in. It sucks. And that's my life. And as long as I stay in that space of taking, 
of taking in or seeing what I can get, what I can pull out of people, whether it's through manipulation or through could be through taking specific items or it could be taking like a comfort or safety or security in somebody else. It's yeah, but if even if it doesn't suck right then, it sucks either very shortly thereafter or eventually it sucks. Um, and I really appreciate that reminder. And I guess it's important for me to plug into that higher power on a daily, you know, uh, even more often than daily basis to learn how to switch that tube side because I got no clue. <laughs> I wasn't given that manual uh, to do it by myself. I, I don't know. And I, I just really, it was really beautiful to hear you share. And especially, you know, in the, the start, we began practicing. Okay. So I mess up and I keep trying and I keep messing up and I keep trying and I share it and I bring it to light. Um, it's important for me to remember practicing and not perfection, not perfecting. Um, so yeah, really just grateful to be on this meeting and I'm grateful to hear that your share, Shirley. So thank you again. Thank you all. Have a good night or day, wherever you're at. Thank you, Jack. Yes, Dennis, go ahead. Yes, Shirley. Uh, thank you so much. That was such a wonderful, a wonderful share. I loved it. I think what really stood out to me is I do my 11-step prayer every morning. I do have it memorized, but I've never thought about may I, you know, when the part about me is actually the conduit of God. I experience that when I work with others, but in that prayer, I'll never do that prayer the same again now because now every time I think about, you know, where there's sadness, I may bring joy. It's not me. It's God through me. And that is just very, very powerful. Thank you so much. I really loved your share today. Thank you, Dennis. Uh, Nancy? Yeah, my name is Nancy. I'm a sexaholic. Thank you very much, very much, Shirley. Um, it's good to see you. I I really like also we began practicing. I, that just is amazing to me. I hadn't I had separated that into the three words and especially the we part of it. I I really liked um, the idea of plugging into a source. And one of my favorite places in the book. Um, it's the spiritual basis of addiction, the negative connection, where it talks about our core dangling and needing to plug in. But the other day, the meeting we read in um, a meeting I was at, Overcoming Lust and Temptation. And it's so on the positive side, it's the same thing. What I really want is the capital C connection and then the prayer, what I'm looking for. Let me find it in you. Now, I kind of have a crazy question, and I don't know that there's an answer to it. I really like pictures. I love the vacuum cleaner. I love the plug. It helps me to visualize. I was wondering what an adapter would be. Like if I'm going into it, if I'm going to Europe and I need an adapter or Israel to take my plug and put it into, I have no idea what that would be. I wonder how that would fit in. Thanks, Luke. Wow, that's a good question. 
you know, that's, I think that's why I need other people. I can't do this all by myself. Um, somehow when I meet with other people is when we plug in. And I, I think that's all part of it. That's, that's all I know. Thanks for bringing that up. Thank you. Okay, is it Gabriella on phone number 978? You ask a question? Go ahead, Gabriella. Uh, yeah, I was on mute. Uh, Gabriella, sexaholic. Um, yeah, I um, I don't have the we feeling um, a lot. Actually, it's here and there. I have the feeling of we. Um, and the good thing is what I heard, and it's really good. Um, I, I can practice it, and I can fail, and, and do it again, and try again, and... And that is my life. I mean, failing with, with connection with people and then it works again. And um, yeah, thanks, Shirley, for your share. Thank you, Gabriella. Thanks, Gabriella. Uh, Ralph, listening. Go ahead. Hi, my name is Ralph. I'm a grateful and recovering sexaholic. Um, I, really, I really enjoyed this the speaker meeting it helped uh, give me some clarity on, on some things. Um, I was kind of questioning some things uh, in the program um, when uh, I've, I've, I've read the doctor's opinion and in the doctor's opinion, uh, it, it says that uh, we should abstain from alcohol completely. Um, and that's, that's where my questioning came in at. I really enjoy sex and for me to abstain from it completely for the rest of my life, um, I didn't know if I'd be able to do this program or not. And, uh, this meeting really uh, helped give me some clarity on, on things, and I'm I'm so glad that uh, I don't have to do this alone. I'm so glad that I don't have to uh, rely on myself because when I rely on myself and when I do things myself, uh, I can screw things up horribly. That's all I've got. Okay, thank you, Ralph. Juan Carlos. Thank you, Francis. Uh, thank you, Shirley. Uh, what a what a gift you have given us. Uh, yeah, wonderful. Uh, I feel very connected with your share. Um, I felt unique all my life. I felt uh, inferior or superior. Um, never uh, normal. Uh, so I was always, always com comparing myself with her. So I was in the me, in the me process, always. Uh, and we were, uh, I, I felt uh, I need to, to defend my, my life uh, from, from others. So now uh, I'm learning. I'm learning day by day. Uh, I'm in this fraternity. I live uh, in, with others. I, I enjoy uh, speaking and but sometimes I feel disconnected. Um, my old me 
comes again. So why? Uh, how do? How did you uh, demolish your defenses uh, and pass from me to we? How did you did? How did you do? Thank you. I, I think I understand you to ask how to reverse the polarity. And that's a big I don't know for me. I don't know either. I don't know how it happens. But I know that my higher power does it. And I know that it happens often in the company of other people. When I come to a meeting like this, I don't feel alone anymore. And I care about each person in this meeting and what you're going through. That's that giving instead of just taking. The dynamic just changes somehow. And I don't know how, but I know it does. <laughs> and so uh, the steps help me to work through that and the meetings help me as well. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you, Shirley. Thank you, Shirley. Thank you, Carlos. Does anybody else want to ask a question or share something? Just raise your virtual hand and we'll be able to see it. Hey, I'm, I'm Daniel, sexaholic, uh, calling from Barcelona. Hi, Daniel. Surely, yeah, thank you. Uh, wonderful share. And I have to echo what's been said. This this Wednesday speaker meeting with so many people like Shirley, with, with so many years of experience and sobriety, has really been an eye-opener. Maybe we should call it the eye-opener meeting, <laughs> the Wednesday eye-opener but uh, thank you very much. And I just kind of had a question because I struggle with this myself, um, this development um, of a higher power. And I have various ideas about that. But I'm just wondering in your 25 years how your concept of a higher power has evolved or has it changed or, you know, what, what's your perspective on that? How was it when you began the program? Yeah, good question, because uh, it does change, and I'm always learning more. Um, it basically started out with me looking at what what would not work. When I first got into the program, the higher powers in my life basically wanted me dead. So that's not good. <laughs> so finding that positive higher power um I looked at other people's examples. I looked at what I needed. And basically, I looked at my first step. Because since I'm totally insane and dangerous to myself and others, I'm going to need a higher power that's going to care and take care of me, that's powerful, uh, that knows all about me. And it's it's more the description of that higher power that that made a difference in recognizing what it what wouldn't work and then grabbing on to what, what would. And I have arguments, you know, but I communicate with my higher power. And, you know, the second tradition um, talks about a loving God as it may express, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Well, a loving God that communicates, that's a good start right there. Thank you, Shirley. Thank you. Thanks, Shirley. Uh, Stan, you want to go ahead? Thanks, Francis. Uh, thanks, Shirley, for your share. It was really amazing. And thanks, for everybody, um, for being here and um, <clears throat> their experience, strength, and hope. Um, we appreciate the um, example you gave of, of going from me to we. Uh, I found that early on in my sobriety, 
it was all about me and I was there to try and, you know, get me sober, get me recovered, that kind of stuff. And it wasn't until um, deeper here into my recovery on uh, the two and a half years I've been in the program to learn about we and how important it is for that. And um, I find for myself, um, when you talk about giving versus taking, it's been an instrumental thing for me to recognize giving. Uh, sometimes I don't understand good, healthy giving um, from time to time. But is there anything in your recovery that helps you um, in, in other 12-step programs or other to um, how you deal with like codependency issues and other um, giving or false giving and um, selfishness in that kind of area? Um, yeah, again, it's that, and it's the circumstances of my life, you know, um, as I'm getting older, circumstances change and with this downright COVID thing, circumstances definitely changed. So there's a lot on. and yet with every circumstance, there comes again, an opportunity to grow. It's like, you know, life gives you fertilizer. Well, yeah, you grow. <laughs> it throws a lot of junk at you. And that actually can make you so. But I really do it in the company. I think that's key for me. It's connected with power and with people. Thanks, Shirley. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Anybody else? And we'll open up now. Anybody less than 30 days wish to uh, come in, please just raise your virtual hand. Anybody wants to come in, you please feel free. We've still got time. Brendan, your hand's raised. Go ahead. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm Brendan, sexaholic. And um, I'm sorry I came in late. Uh, I've been wildly messaging people all around saying, be sure and be on this session. Um, and it's great to see you, Shirley. Um, and I remember our um, workshop, the, the workshop you did for us in um, Alicante, it was. Uh, and, and that was just marvelous. Um, and I just wanted to get on and say, like, you know, it's great to see you. Um, and it's great to hear the message. And I learned a lot from you, um, which still sort of helps me so much on working the steps, you know, being able to work the steps in a day. Um, but particularly on step two, you know, that's the one that really, really got to me. I don't think I'd ever heard step two really. I'd never really got it. Um, but when you said that, uh, Whatever the problem I have today, the higher power I need is the power is the power that can that can deal with those problems. Um, it was something that was uh, it really stuck with me. Um, so I just uh, glad to come on into a meeting and just say uh, hi and glad to be in it and glad to hear you. Cheers. I'm looking forward to listening to the full recording. Thanks very much. Thank you, Brendan. And Brendan, and for others who've asked, Luke has put in the chat box the address for the recording, the links. So this one will go on there eventually. I was uh, wondering, did you do the the steps uh, several times with your sponsor, or did you only do the 10, 11, and 12 then? On big, yeah. Oh, yeah, I did all 
all 12 with my sponsor many times, and then I keep doing them also. And would you believe it? I still had the same sponsor. Wow. I I thought when I gave my fourth step, I thought she would never speak to me again. Mm-hmm. Seriously, it was that bad. And mm-hmm. she sat there and she said, you do good work. And I said, what? You know, and I said, did you hear anything I, I said? And she said, yes. Now let's talk about step six. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, ah, you know, but that's mm-hmm. the thing is that working those steps is a continual thing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, 10, 11, and 12, but 10 is basically one through nine. So, <laughs> you know, I keep working through it. I keep finding things I'm powerless over. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> wow. But what a gift, you know, it's a whole whole way of life. Thanks for asking. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Go ahead, Luke. Hi, Shirley. Nice to see you. Um, as you just say that you keep finding things you're powerless over. And my question is, did you ever join other fellowships for that or other outside of SA help? Thank you. Um, actually, I did at first because my first month of sobriety, I gained eight pounds overeating. And so I did join Food Addicts Anonymous, and I went to meetings for about a year, but SA is still my primary thing. That's, you know, that deals with the inner stuff. But, you know, those 12 steps are the same except the first step in every one of those 12-step fellowships. It's only the first step what we're powerless over. And I don't know if they have a becoming old anonymous that would be the program for me to work now. <laughs> you know, um, there's just a lot of a lot of new things happening in life, and there's not necessarily a specific fellowship for that difficulty. But our twelve steps work for all of it, and basically, yeah, I I have a lust to overeat. I have a lust to be young again. But reality is, I'm exactly who I'm supposed to be right now, and I need to let that higher power work through me in the way I was designed and those steps help me do it every time. Thanks for asking. I would like to thank you for listening to this episode of the daily reprieve, the best source for experience, strength and hope for SA members. Please subscribe to this podcast to be alerted of new episodes. Please show your support by donating to the daily reprieve by going to donate dot thedailyreprieve.com and choosing either monthly donations or a one-time donation by clicking Donate Now. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode of The Daily Reprieve.